Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, do this still, man. <laughs> Give it a shot, huh? It's amazing how if you don't do something for a few days, yeah, you forget how. Yeah, it's it'll it'll take us a little bit to get in the swing, but by that I mean you know maybe six minutes. Yeah, I was going back to mid season form. First break, we're good. yeah, we're good. I mean, it hasn't <laughs> been that long. Good lord! I hope everybody had a happy a happy holiday and uh, everything went great for you. Yeah. I mean the whole. Christmas week there. Yeah, it was good. Good, good on our end. Uh, boys are happy. Wife's happy. I uh, got to see the family. And now here we are, 2024. Wow. You know, I remember being a kid and thinking, wow, one of these days it's going to be 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never thought about how old I was going to be. Yeah, then. that's the part you <laughs> leave out. I just I wonder what it's going to be like. You just thought about the uh, driving or assuming the flying cars we were supposed to have by now. Dude, and I'm we supposed don't. to have a flying car and I, uh, and a condo on the moon. <laughs> right. <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Uh, but we do have this guy and uh, an unfortunate discussion about the Bengals. The Bengals. It's over. The, the dream has died, and uh, it, it was, I, in my opinion, a lot of fun. Uh, you know, with the whole circumstance with Jake Browning coming in, it has some exciting games. But uh, Jason, uh, Jason Williams is our next guest, and Jason, the, the dream died in Arrowhead. Uh, what on Saturday? Uh, it was a fun run, but uh, th- this season is, for all practical purposes, uh, is over. <laughs> Kansas City is where dreams go to die hard for Cincinnati, man. That's you it. know, That's I mean, it. not 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 for not for Cincinnatians per se, Rock, as you played you played for the Chiefs, but uh, certainly for the Bengals. Um, in the last two years, uh, the dream has ended in Kansas City. Uh, this this is a little bit of a different uh, dream this year, obviously with Joe Burrow being hurt. Right. But yeah, I don't I don't think anyone's who watches this closely is surprised by the fact that uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. So, guys, um, let's talk about the game this Sunday. What do you see happening? Is Cleveland going to play anybody? (laughs) Honest to God. Yeah, I mean, what are the scenarios, Jason, in terms of what Cleveland has to do to, you know, for for their seeding? Are are they set or or no? They're set. Five seed, right? I I think they are set, right? Because you've got... Obviously, Miami and um, Baltimore has won the uh, the division, so I'm pretty sure that. And then, because of Browns' record, I think yeah, there's no way they can move up or down. Obviously, they're not going to win the division, so I think that they're technically the number one wild card team. So I don't think that they are. I don't think they can move. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't expect them to. I wouldn't expect them to play. Um, at least play the whole game like most of their starters, maybe play a series or two, kind of almost like a preseason game um, for yeah. some guys and then for others not even don't even play at all. Yeah, because there's something um, to be said about momentum and, and keeping things going. You can't just go out there and flop around. That wouldn't be a good idea, but they'll, they'll play someone and or, or play most of their guys to to start with and, and close it out. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, I think the Browns are a great story. I know that's, uh, you know, I was asking a buddy who's a Browns fan and, uh, uh, you know, I was talking to Drew too, a producer uh, last week and then another one of my friends in my neighborhood, uh, he's from Cleveland. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Browns fans in Cincinnati and certainly a lot of Browns fans in Dayton. Um, and so I, I think that, uh, you could, you know, probably go across this whole state and, uh, you know, with the Browns are a great story with Joe Flacco and the fact that this is the one with the second time they've made the playoffs since they came back. Is that, yeah. is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I, uh, I was a huge Browns fan growing up, but I sort of blocked them out of my life when they moved in 95. So, um, but yeah, no, like it, it's a lot of fun and uh, to see what they've done. I mean, it's a great story. I think even Chick talked about yesterday about, you know, can they, can they go on the kind of run that the Bengals went on a few years ago and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, but in terms of this game on Sunday, um, you know, I, 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 it's not a complete lost cause for the Bengals. I think it's another opportunity for Jake Browning mm-hmm. to get more experience. And I think we've seen this year and with Joe Burrow's injury history that as much experience as the backup quarterback for the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals can get. I, I think is really important, and I think it's a really important game from that standpoint to continue to get uh, Jake Browning snaps, um, to continue for him. They've, they've got him under his contract, essentially under control for the next couple of years, and so he's not going anywhere, and uh, I think he's a very integral, important part of this team, and you know, getting him more experience is not a bad thing, and I think uh, only he's only going to get better with more with more time under center, or well, more time, yeah. Well, and, and, and I agree with you, because to me, if there's one takeaway from this entire NFL season, it's that offensive lines, for the most part, are trash anymore, because they, they're not allowed yep. to practice. I, I spoke with a guy, uh, his name's Orlando Franklin, he used to play offensive line for the... Um, uh, for the Broncos, he's now an ESPN analyst. He did the radio call of the Liberty Bowl, and I was asking him, I'm like, what, I'm like, you tell me. To me, offensive line play looks awful now. I think it's because the lack of practice and two a days. And he said that's exactly it. You know, offensive line, you gotta, you know, you gotta work together and you gotta, you gotta go full speed and you gotta go against good competition. So without that, you're not as sharp on your stuff. So the point is, I don't see the collective bargaining agreement being changed tomorrow or before next year, yep. saying, you know what, you guys are going to put the pads back on twice a day for the next four weeks. I don't see that happening. So the point is, offensive lines are going to be bad moving forward, and you're going to have to, you know, I mean, cross your fingers, you don't have to, but the likelihood of you using your backup quarterback at some point in the season is very, very high. Look at this year. How yep. many backup quarterbacks oh, yeah. did we see? So it's important to have a, a really good one, and that's uh, one more reason, to your point, Jason, of why it's, it'd be great to see Jake Browning come out there, get some more experience, have a great game, because that's that, that's money in the bank. God God forbid we should have to be without Joe Burrow for a week here or a week there come next season. I was going to say, and uh, we, we were just talking about the Browns. They're on their Fourth right. quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to change. So you got to have a, a good backup. Yeah. Well, along the same lines too, Rock, and this is something I've been thinking about is that our backup quarterbacks is there just going to be more of a premium put on them to have better quality players in those positions, and are they going to command more money over time here? Um, because let's face it, like I mean, uh, Jake Browning is uh, 
I mean, he's they've got him for the cheap, you know, and that that was one of the reasons why they let Brandon Allen go essentially over mm-hmm. two hundred thousand dollars, so they could go even cheaper in that role. And um, I think Jake Browning makes the league minimum, and he only has to make, I believe, the league minimum next year uh, for whatever his experience level is. So it makes you wonder. And again, like this isn't a question I know the answer to right now, but will will, will there be some kind of push uh, to really? put more of a premium on finding better backup quarterbacks. I'm talking about across the NFL and will those quarterbacks uh, be able and somehow to command uh, more money? I, I, I don't know the answer to that, yeah. but uh, I think after what has happened this year and given what you just said, um, I think that's a, a you know, I, th- I think that's an interesting uh, thing to think about or question, but um you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of tend to look at, and I, you know, just cause I look at this uh, from an objective standpoint, but you know, I, I think we all, I think most of us knew they probably weren't going to make the playoffs after Burrow went down. And so you kind of, if you've looked at this thing uh, since then through the prism of, Hey, let's, you know, getting key guys that can anal or, you know, evaluate certain positions. And this is a position now that you've got to be feeling good if you're the Bengals, going into next year that Jake Browning is a guy you can turn, turn and, you know, give the ball to. And, you know, is he going to go win you the, the, is he going to get you to the playoffs over the course of the whole season? I don't know. I mean, that's still, I mean, I, I don't, we've seen, not seen a big enough sample size. We've certainly seen enough of the sample size. that He can go out there and compete and win you a few games, which really is, you know, all, pretty much all you want to ask of a, of a backup quarterback uh, right now. So uh, just one last thing, guys. Unfortunately, from what I saw on on Sunday, the Ravens are going to be real hard to yeah. freaking beat. They look really that good. That was put a, a beat down. Put a son. 50 spot on, on yeah. the Dolphins, who are supposedly an explosive team. Yep. They look real good yeah. at the right time of year. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, you think back to you think back to them last year, and they still were able to make the playoffs with a backup quarterback down the stretch of their season and getting Lamar Jackson back this year. And again, you know, they've had to overcome a lot of defensive injuries. Um, but, you know, it all kind of goes back to if you've got that starting quarterback and that, that super superstar elite quarterback, uh, that can really help you overcome a whole lot. And I, I think if Joe Burrow were healthy, you, the three of us would be sitting here today talking to the thousands of, uh, WLW listeners and uh, about the Bengals have, having clinched the playoffs uh, berth. I, I don't have uh, any doubt about that. Uh, Joe Burrow uh, can mask a, a lot of things. That's how good he is, and we've certainly seen that the last few years. And I mean, now you're seeing uh, what it's like without him, and it, right. they're going to be home in January. All right. With uh, with that, Jace, we're going to let you go, buddy. Thanks for uh, stepping in with us. All right. Thanks. See you guys. See you, Thanks, Chase. Our good friend Jason uh, Williams from the InquireCincinnati.com. But yeah, I'm. Did you watch that uh, Baltimore oh, yeah. mm-hmm. game? Good lord, yeah, man. they look really good. That was uh, unbelievable. It, I I hate the the Ravens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's a reason to root for the Browns, right? Like, <laughs> right. who do you hate worse? Uh, I think I hate the Ravens more. So I'll root for the Browns and yeah. uh, I like the old Browns, not, not the new Ravens. Old something, well, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, get to traffic and weather. What is going on? All right, back with Eddie and Rocky. Going to be back in the saddle here. It is, man. I feel like uh, not everybody's back to work today, though. <laughs> Would that be judged by the fact that there's like two people here? 
That's always like that here. <laughs> we, we no one in the that. parking lot? It's like, are we back today? Yeah, no, I, I pulled in the parking lot. That's, that's what I was going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's about a third as full as it usually is. Yes. Well, that's how it is. Holidays, people are a little, a little slow to get back. Well, you know, might as well get back and kind of grind into it. Yeah. Because the longer you're off, the tougher it's going to be. Correct. Seriously. Rip the Band-Aid off, go in there, trudge forward, get, get back done. to work. Get her done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in, in coming to work today, I I got here. It usually takes me 15, 18 minutes, more, mm-hmm. some, yeah. somewhere in that vicinity. I got here in 10 minutes today. <laughs> nobody was, on the road. There was nobody on the road. Yeah. This is kind of nice. I mean, enough people should keep staying home. Right. Save that, save that commute a bit. See, I, 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 I got to be honest with you, man. When um, all the COVID stuff was going on and people were staying oh, home, yeah. working remotely, yeah, I loved being out on the road. Oh, you get anywhere. Oh yeah, I know. It takes me about thirty-five <laughs> minutes to get here. But d- during COVID, it was like twenty-five. Right. I, I still remember. I, I say this often, but the one of the eeriest things ever. Was that it was right early on, and they were like, "No one, you know, no one can go to work, no one, nothing." And I saw from my house to here, I saw six cars on the road. Wow. That was that was like out of a movie. Well, they, it was uh, on New Year's Day. I said that to um, to Deb, I because I'm a I'm a I'm like an old man sitting on his porch, you know, waving at people as they drive by and stuff. <laughs> but we can from our new place, we can see up. Uh, this main road and i made the comment to deb i was like okay this is like the zombie apocalypse yeah because i'm like we got up you know i got i I slept in got up at eight o'clock and uh all morning long man i bet you i saw a car drive up that road (laughs) (laughs) i mean I know it was New Year's Day, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like this is kind of freaky. <laughs> oh, with that, let's uh, get to the news. News Radio Seven Hundred WLW. Back with Eddie and Rocky. We're just sitting there talking about our, you know, what happened while we were off and, and New Year's. I I did not see the ball drop this year. See, and I did, which is the like the first time in probably six years that I've seen it. Wow! So we our our friends uh, had us had us over, and uh, you know a bunch of couples we hang out with and stuff. And, and it's like the big joke. Everyone knows that like I'm usually in bed by like nine thirty. So it was like, right. oh my god, we got to make sure we have a bunch of Red Bull for Rocky, and <laughs> you know get the coffee going and all this. And I think there were bets being placed about if I would actually make it to nice. midnight. But I did. Damn it. I sucked it up, nice. and I made it. We watched the ball drop, and then I immediately gathered on up. I said, get your ass in the car. <laughs> We're going home. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun night, and I uh, got to watch it uh, watch it drop, and it was good. It was usually good usually I am up, uh, um, but this year we were sitting there watching a movie, and, you know, there was a little wine involved, and the oh, next thing yeah. I know, and like, <laughs> it's one of those, well, you you know, I look at the TV, and I'm like, that wasn't on a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, are you sure you you fell asleep, or were you just doing other stuff, Ed? No, I've, unfortunately, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, 
I just fell asleep. Damn. <laughs> I mean, those days are gone, man. I, I wish there was other A couple factors. years back, it would have been a completely different story, right? Am I right? No, I'm just oh, old. I didn't see the ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody else did. Somebody you know else I mean? did. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but anyways, you were talking about we started into this customer service uh, discussion. Yeah, the so, so I'm frustrated because so we have a uh, an American Express card, it's a Delta one, right? Yeah, I got the same thing. Right, and a lot of people do, and and everyone gets it for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, so you can accrue the airline points, but then you get a a, a companion ticket right. you can use once a year. So if you're going, so you and your wife are going somewhere, you pay for your flight and. It's, so okay, so we're you know, setting a vacation. We're gonna we're gonna go on later in the year. I'm talking to the lady on the thing. Everything's going smooth, and I'm like, okay, well, here's my miles. I want to cash in, and then I want to use my companion ticket. Oh, sir, I'm sorry, that date's blocked out. I'm like, what, what? What do you mean it's blacked out? Oh yeah, well, you know, there's a certain times um, that that Amex blocks the date out. I'm like, that that. I'm like, no, no, you mean to tell me oh, there's 365 days a year and I pick the one day conveniently, <laughs> miraculously, that I'm not allowed to cash in my thing that I work work for all year. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have to take it up with Amex. I'm like, you're sure you can't do anything, Miss Delta? Nope. Hang up. Call Delta. Of course. Or, or call, call Amex. Amex. Yep. Get down on the phone. Tell them what the lady said. Oh no, sir! I'm sorry to tell you that that's that's actually they they weren't being truthful to you. It's actually Delta that controls a blackout thing. I'm like, wait a minute, somebody here is lying. <laughs> somebody is lying, and I am getting hotter and hotter by the minute. All I want to do is use this measly companion ticket. Right. That's about the only benefit I get for you know, all the stuff you do with with Amex and put charging stuff on cards and all that sort of deal. So anyway, I, I'm still in in the process of uh, of working out. I think I'm gonna. I don't know, but but the, the the point is this: it's like customer service is right. terrible. They, they were purposeful. Oh, by the way, and two other people hung up on me. They just didn't, they just didn't. All of a sudden, like the the the, the music's playing, and then it's gone. I just hung up. Really? Yeah, and I didn't even raise my voice. I mean, I was I was. You could tell I was upset, but I would not right. raise my voice. Never cuss. I, I knew not to do that. Well, yeah, just just hang up. And I got it a little bit hotter. Called back again. Well, hang up again. You know what? Look, if you if people are when people do that, do you think it's just going to be you're going to be defeated? And and, go, well, because yeah, anybody's going to be right. right. No, anybody is going to do exactly what you did. I'm just going to get more mad, and now I'm going to call back and get somebody else, and I'm going to be madder at them than I was right ten minutes ago. Yeah, and I'm going to leave you a. A one-star rating on your review there. So right. take that. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Right. And then you'll get the survey, and that's what it'll say. Yeah. Uh, how, was the, how was your service? It was terrible. I I did do that to somebody not too long ago. I forget what it, what it was. Um, oh, I was renting a car when we went to uh, mm. Florida a while back. And the the line for the, for the rental car place, there were... Easily 50 people in. Ugh. Easy. And they had two people working. Two. Two. <laughs> and and after a couple of minutes, Deb, Deb just goes, Oh, God, don't look over there. And I go, What are you talking about? She goes, One of the people just left. <laughs> oh, two to one. I, I had, oh, man, there was, there was stuff coming out of my ears I didn't even know I had in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, you know, any any customer service issues uh, you've had, we'd uh, love to hear it. Five one three seven four nine seven thousand. 800, the big one, or hit us up on that talkback feature on the iHeart app. And I say this also uh, that goes along with the story I, I have here. So this is in North Carolina. Um, a man and a woman, um, they're at Chipotle, okay? And you know how you do at Chipotle. You're, you know, you're like, okay, I want some chicken. You're like, you know what? I'll throw them a little more chicken on there, right? Yeah, 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 Come yeah, on. Sure. Let's yeah. not be cheap here. So they get all the way to the end of the line, and boom, they add the charge for the extra chicken. Well... These two people, this man and this woman, absolutely lose it, okay? They wind up uh, assaulting. It's like they just said, you know what, this uh, th- this is one more thing that is just, you know, th- the system is out to get me. I'm not taking any more. So, boom, jump the line, beat up the Chipotle worker for charging for extra chicken. It's like the, the, the thing that we've talked about before with the tipping, you know, when they're flip the screen around to you and my god how do you, do you want if you leave less than 18 percent you're a pig <laughs> yeah you <laughs> wonder what's going to happen to your food and everything exactly yes. uh let's uh, get to your calls right now hey let's uh, talk to brent right quick hey uh, brent what's going on not much guys how are you good so uh, i'm a demolition contractor i do work unfortunately for the city of cincinnati and uh, back in October, I just finished a job for them. They owed me about $30,000. <clears> goes into November, goes into this Christmas. Still can't get paid. This is work that they've got a PO order on. You know, they've already procured the money. They've set it aside. They've okayed the project. The building inspections department hires me to do the job. But nobody knows where the check is. And City Hall doesn't know. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Centennial 2 doesn't know. Then at the same time, I'm filing for new building, uh, new wrecking permits for other work that I have privately through property owners. And you can't get a permit uh, uh, approved in the city of Cincinnati in under... 45 days for a wrecking permit. Mm -hmm. You go to Hamilton County, you go to Hamilton County, you'll get it in four days. Mm -hmm. You go to Lawrenceburg, you'll get it the same day you apply for it. So customer service, the number one place where customer service is dead is at the city of Cincinnati. If you have to pull a permit or do work for them, you're not going to get paid in a timely fashion, and you can't get a permit. But but they they expect their property taxes on time, right? They expect if you have a parking ticket, they expect that in a timely manner, don't they? Absolutely. What drives Absolutely. you nuts? Oh. All right, Brett. Thanks. Brett. Hang in there, Brett. Let's uh, let's get to Beth. Hey, are you on a merry-go-round right now? What? Hey, uh, hey, Beth. What's going on? What? Yeah. All right. Let me. Right. Hey. I'm going to put you back on hold there, Beth. And uh, she was either she, I she was at a circus. I, w- I was wondering what was. 
I think Bob Marley was playing, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, let's get to Stephanie and Coleraine. Hey, Steph, what's going on? Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Same to you. Yes, I was at one of our fine establishments on Coleraine Avenue, our lovely Walmart store, and trying to return a couple of items that I'd purchased there. I go in, and the little clerk there, of course, gives me the sticker to put onto the items before I walk over to the customer service desk, where I stood in line for 10 or 15 minutes. I finally get up. It's my turn. I have the receipt for one item, but I do not for the second item. Mm. So I go on to return this first item, which happens to be a bra that I've had riding around in the trunk of my car for probably three months before I was trying to return it. Have a good finally visual. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally take it in, and I got my receipt, and then the guy's like, oh, yeah, you can't return this. The receipt's too old. I said, the receipt's too old. He said, yeah, yeah. I said, so if I didn't have the receipt, I could return it. He goes, yeah. <laughs> Yes, because he wouldn't have known if you bought it yesterday or a year ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my <laughs> second item I put up there, and the genius says, yeah, that doesn't show up in our system. And I said, well, I, I purchased it, and, you know, I sorry I don't have the receipt. And he said, well, it doesn't show up on our system, so you have to call 1-800-WALMART give them the barcode, and they'll send you a sticker to mail it back to them. I said, what? What universe am I living in? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, because you bought that at another Walmart. I said, maybe, sir. I don't really know which Walmart I purchased it at, but I thought they were all, you know. Walmart. Same, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he's like, no, 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 that's not the case. You have to return it to the store you bought it at. I said, what happens if I bought it in Georgia? Right. Am I supposed to drive back to Georgia to return this? Yeah. So I take my two items back, and I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna, today's not going to be the day. So I run through the store, pick up a few more items, get in my cart, checking out, and I go to use Apple Pay. Guess what? Walmart doesn't use Apple Pay. Not so now I have two items that I went your to day, the store Steph. to return. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's time to Thank quit. You. Yes, yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, so I'm yeah. leaving the store, and the girl goes, oh, have a good day. I said, oh, I sure will. She goes, well, what happened? Gave her a small synopsis of it. Oh, she goes, I go, no, no, -uh, mm -mm, right out there. That's my car. I'm going right out the door, and I'm getting right in that car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Try, try again another Thanks, day. That's, that's, how, that's what you got to do sometimes. Do, do you ever have days like that, though, where you're just like, why? The, the, the karma is crashing oh, on no, me no. right now. It's let just let like, me tell you, I, I pay much attention to karma. And, like, when there's days where stuff is just going wrong left after one after another, right. I, I tend to just, like, okay, we're not going to try to do that today. But if there's things a day where things are just kind of clicking, clicking yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to compound that, man. Oh, we're yeah. going gonna to make that Go call to that, that I did want to make. Right we're going to do that that thing that I was been putting off because it's, it's in the air. It's going to be a good day. There are just some days when it's best <laughs> to just go, Nope. Ain't, ain't happening nope, today. Nope, not happening today. <laughs> uh, we uh, check in with traffic and weather. What's going on? Cindy in Fort Thomas. Hey, Cindy, what's going on? 
Hey, thanks for taking my call. How are you today? Good. Great. Great. So uh, we're speaking of the customer service situation, and this just happened this Christmas. Um, my family got together, drove in from Florida. We drove in from Kentucky and Ohio, rented one of them big four-story chalets in uh, Gatlinburg. And we have two autistic uh, children, so we specifically rent this big, huge chalet. It was beautiful so that these autistic children could have a indoor swimming pool because that's what was included in this hefty price for Christmas. Sure. Well, we get there, and the pool's cold as ice. You can't even go into that room. So we call the owner, and we go back and forth a couple times, and they're going to send a man out to fix it and this, that, and the other. Well, he came, and he went, and he said, ah, you know, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll try tomorrow. No, tomorrow we call back to the owner, and the reply was, you know, this is my Christmas, too. What do you want me to do about it? Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So don't, you know, don't rent your, we spent $6,000 for three days at Christmas with two autistic children who could not swim. They wear ear uh, headphones because of the noise factor. And it was a way to like provide them with exercise and to have a place to go, yeah. you know, in the chalet with their parents. And they were made to stay in their room for three days because they're, you know, you couldn't have their interaction. And that was her answer wow. was, it's my Christmas too. So there's your customer service. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Cindy, I, that, you know, and thank you. That's, that's awful, man. God, I'd be sorely Miffed. Yeah, I, I, and that, that's the one where you look. You try to just you know pick your battles in life and let some right. stuff go. And but that's one that one right there. I'm running all the way up the flagpole. I'm I'm going all the way to all war the way. on that one, baby. <laughs> uh, coming up here, we're going to be talking to our good friend John Risby, the patent professor. I'm the patent on Steamboat Willie. It's not actually Mickey Mouse, but it's the original design of Mickey Mouse. Okay, has yes. has expired. And, of course, as soon as he's expired, there's a movie coming out where Mickey Mouse is a serial killer. Serial killer. And that's the first thing people have dreamt about for 100 years. Can we turn Mickey Mouse into a serial killer? Uh, how is that possible? We'll We're going to be talking to uh, John Risby about that after the news right now. News Radio 700 WLW. And Rocket is true. Mickey and Minnie Mouse are in the public domain now? Yes. Uh, uh, I'm curious uh, as to what it all means. Yeah, and, and we had uh, discussed Winnie the Pooh entered public domain. And I, I, what else are guess? But I want to say it's like 100 years till something becomes, a certain amount of time before something becomes public domain, and then people can use it for whatever they want. And, of course, people decided the best thing to do with Winnie the Pooh when it became public domain was make him a psychopathic serial killer Slash and put him in a movie. Sure. And now they're trying to do the same thing with Steamboat Willie, a.k.a. A Mickey Mouse. And to clear it all up for us, hopefully, is our good friend John Risby, the patent professor. As always, we go to the expert. So, John, first off, Rock and I were talking about this off the air. What exactly does all of this mean? What can can Rocky and I print up a bunch of Mickey Mouse T-shirts right now, or how does it go? You're 100% right about the copyright expiring yesterday for uh, Steamboat Willie. That's the original version of Mickey Mouse. 
and now it's in the, the public domain. So anybody can use that image. Uh, as far as your question about putting it on a T-shirt, the only restriction is that Disney has not, the, the trademarks have not expired. So as far as the branding, you can't confuse consumers as to the origin of a product. So if your T-shirts look like they're coming from Disney, you could still get in trouble. Uh, the reason the Winnie the Pooh movie was fine is because the copyrights expired, and nobody thought the slasher version was coming from Disney. So <laughs> if you are gonna, <laughs> so if you are gonna do something with with uh, Mickey Mouse in terms of, of filming, just make the character out of character and not 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 Disney-esque, and you're not going to be in trouble. The the less like the the, the less likely people are to think that the product is coming from Disney, uh, the better off you are. Now, I, does Disney try to fight this? Do they say, hey, this may damage the reputation of our character and that kind of thing, or they, there's nothing they can do? Well, they've, they've been fighting for years to extend the copyrights. I mean, remember, copyrights were always supposed to be for a super limited amount of time. The original duration was just 14 years. Uh, and then they, it was lobbied and expanded to 28 years, and then 50, and then finally uh, the life of the author plus 70 years. Or in the case of Disney, if it's a brand produced by a corporation, 95 years after the first publication. So like you said, almost 100 years. Uh, they've, been, they've been fighting it for years. They've, just at this point, uh, the, there's, there's no further extensions available. Like there's no way that uh, the Copyright Act would extend past 95 years. So they're, they're out of luck. As far as uh, uh, protecting the image of Disney, that's their biggest uh, risk right now is, uh, is once it's in the public domain, they lose control of what this character does. And this isn't the most there, – there's a more recent version of, Did, of uh, Mickey Mouse than the Steamboat Willie version, and that's the one that a lot of people identify with the red shorts and the white gloves, but that's only around for another dozen years or so. That copyright is expiring on January 1st, 2036. And then you'd have uh, both versions of Mickey Mouse part of the public domain. We're going to just have to wait and see what others do with, with it and what the impact is on Disney's image. So it just, um, I, I, again, I'm, I'm confused here. Is Again, there is, Rocky, I said a second ago, there's nothing Disney can do about it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nope. Once it's part of the public wow. domain, the only, the only way that they would have any any recourse is if somebody is confusing consumers uh, as to the origin of a, of a product. So if somehow if a T-shirt or piece of merchandise or even a film, somehow there's confusion and people believe that Disney is somehow affiliated with it or has licensed it, then Disney has some recourse under trademark law, and that's to protect their brand. But if it's clear that it's not Disney that's producing the product, 
then they don't have that recourse anymore because the copyright is what's protecting the character, and that's in the public domain. I, I guess, you know, you start thinking about what, what's a worst-case scenario for Disney, and you think, I don't know, maybe some big-time movie. Steven Spielberg says, I'm going to spend a... $500 million making this ultra amazing movie where, you know, where it's like a, it gets a bunch of hype and yeah, you're like, yeah. this could ruin, you know, the, the, the character of, of Disney. I, I know this is a concern for the, the people, the, um, the Elvis Presley family where they've out, they don't like the, uh, the, the churches where you can get married by Elvis and you think, what does that matter? Who, who cares? Well, they, they're concerned about, the image and likeness of the brand of Elvis being tarnished, and I imagine you know Disney is you know probably worried about the same thing to some degree. Yeah, they are. The, I mean, the difference is that the Elvis likeness is not part of the public domain, so they still have recourse. I and see. Disney I see. was you know was successful until <clears throat> until yesterday when it's in the public domain. So now you know I haven't heard of anything coming out yet, but perhaps. One day is not enough time, although I wouldn't be surprised if there are works that were already underway because this date has been known for a long time. So, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. I I thought I had read that there was indeed a Mickey Mouse slasher movie on the way, but I guess I just wishful thinking. I, I haven't heard that, but again, I don't know if anything will surprise me at, at this point, if that's... Uh, if there is one on the way, I feel like it's not outright saying Mickey Mouse, but you know, it's kind of like it, it's Mickey Mouse, but they're not calling it that. The mouse know, that with a high thing. voice. <laughs> like, where is that? Um, no, here's a movie for a movie or a, a a tweet about a movie called Mickey's Mouse Trap, a new Mickey Mouse horror movie being released in March. So, whatever. Now it's part of the part of the deal. <laughs> All right, with that, John, we will let you go, buddy. It's always a pleasure, and we really thank you. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Uh, John, Thanks, John. John Rizvi, the uh, patent professor. You can find him at thepatentprofessor.com. It's interesting that originally when patents first became a thing, it was just 14 years. Right. And that's that's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, that's absolutely nothing. I mean, people, I, come on, man. I come up with something, and I copyright it and all that stuff, and you... And you can use it 14 years later? 14 years later. Oh, yeah. hell, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why that, that guy extended out a little bit. Why? Well, I, I can't I can't wait for the first, the big challenge from Disney when somebody makes a Steamboat Willie cartoon and has them, you know, yeah. do something crazy. Uh, look, some low-budget outfit, who cares? But if, like, somebody yeah. really wanted to... Set out to change the, the modern opinion of a character. They you could technically do it. I, I also read that I guess in twenty thirty four, Batman and Superman the 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 copyright oh, that runs right? out on that. So I guess we'll aren't they already? Can't they already be villains? I guess they have to be by the original studio. They can be. Yeah, I, I, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. But I guess people can. There, you know, there's always the multiverse thing is. That's that's the stuff that's really lost me. Where all of a sudden Superman can be a good guy and a bad guy at the same time and fight himself. <laughs> it's, yes, it's yeah. goofy. Uh, with uh, with that, we check in with traffic and weather. What is going on? Back with Eddie and Rocky. So, big guy, are you uh, are 
you a resolution guy? Oh, like new, making New Year's resolutions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But I am doing, um, I am doing, um, for just for the month of January, no alcohol. Wow. And uh, no energy drinks. I drink a ton of those things. And I'm, I, I've read a lot. So those things aren't necessarily good for you. A lot of chemicals and stuff in them, so I'm going to try to go without and just go. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be caffeinated, but it'll be like coffee. So, yeah, none of those little, yeah. you, you should see him. He'll sit there. I, I can always tell when he's going to get a little wound up. Here we go. When he's got one of those tiny little bottles of whatever that gets stuff ready is. to hit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? Those things kill me, man. If I If I drink one of those... I'm literally shaken. Really? Yeah. See, I I, I feel like I'm vibrate, and that's part of the reason why I'm one of the other reasons why I'm I'm gonna forego those for a month is I feel like they don't have any effect on me anymore. Like my body has become immune to them. So for for the other reason, I'm just gonna. I think you're a little naturally high strung anyway. You think? I've never been told that. Yeah. How many times your? I'm sure your wife doesn't put it to you in those nice not exactly terms. in those terms, Ed. But yes, um, so yeah, that that's the thing I'm going to do. Other than that, no real resolu- A few other things um, I'll do, but no, like I don't know, nothing like um, this is my New Year's resolution. Just yeah, things I want to focus on this year, but that's about it. It's one of those things I remember when I was going to the gym like religiously, and I always loved going in on January in, in the. First week of January, and it's like, oh, I'm going to kick some butt. I'm going to get in shape and all this stuff. Don't see him again for, you know, till next January. Well, you, you got to kind of wait until about about mid-February, March, everyone, and then it's yeah. died down. Because I went in on January 1st, and it was packed. Mm. Just packed. And, and, and to the, where you also see faces you don't, you're not used to see it, right? right. You're like, okay, this is... This is couple new newbies here i um and also the people i remember running into this girl that i hadn't seen in a while at the gym this has been a couple of years back and uh and i said hey and and it was kind it was about this time of year and i said so new year's resolution is uh what is up to be in here for i haven't seen you before she goes no i'm uh i'm going to jamaica or whatever i'm going on to a beach vacation next week so i'm trying to get in shape I was like, and you're starting today? In a week? It doesn't work like that, ma'am. I mean, I thought I'm a workout king or anything. I'm like, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go five days this week. I'll be ready to go. Yeah, if you could just take a pill and you're buffed, who wouldn't? Right. Well, uh, there's there's a lot of those, but it's still, all, for all the diets, even, I mean, how long have diets and pills and potions have been around in the, in the health and nutrition industry a long time and they're still it all boils down to calories but in the work calories and work calories in calories out so we learn from our good friend pj street because that's what I'm, I, I'm i'm telling myself because of course i'm like everybody and of course you didn't gain any weight over uh christmas did you uh no no i probably i might put on like the usual five seven pounds something like that and uh 
I'll, I'm going to take that off before the end of the month. You need some weight on you. We've got to get you, we're going to get you bulked up. That, that's, you uh, know what? That's my New Year's resolution. I want, I you, I want to add 15 well, to 20 pounds of muscle on you. I'll take the muscle. <laughs> I do not need any more belly fat. Got, kids, got it. Kids, it's, I'm carrying it around, baby. <laughs> uh, with that, we check in with the news. News Radio 700 WLW. Eddie and Rocky back at it. Hope everybody had a great New Year's, etc., etc. That's it. Another Christmas, New Year's come and gone. It really is. Uh, it really every year. Everybody bitches about you know. Oh, it came so fast. Yeah, right, yeah. but everybody, but everybody's like, oh, I can't believe we're playing Christmas music and there's Christmas trees and the lows that you know during August or whatever. But it's gone like that. Boom! That's it. Now, we uh, we started taking all of our stuff down. I guess yeah, it was like New Year's, New Year's Day, or I think my wife started taking a little bit down because I had to leave for my bowl game on what the twenty seventh, yeah. and we started even a little bit then. So yeah, we're we're all packed up. It's like Christmas never happened, man. Exactly. That's kind of the way it is in our house right now. And my wife, who usually is like the North Pole in our house until about <laughs> President's Day, was like, "I'm taking all this down." Uh, but it it was funny. It's like the, our Christmas tree. We had one of those artificial guys that have all the lights already in, you know, yeah, or pre-installed, right? And it was like it was, it was like it was bumming out that it was that Christmas was almost over because we're sitting there watching TV with uh, with the boys. Uh, the boys were over, and. uh all of a sudden, my oldest son goes, does some of those lights just go out? <laughs> and, and, Frowny face and, tree. Right. And uh, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess they did. A little while later, Luke, the younger one, goes. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, some more just went out, you know. <laughs> Christmas is quitting on you. It was just, it was just shutting itself down, so... <laughs> Save his energy for next year, right. I guess. Well, that's what I. So, I my wife took it and put it to sleep, put it threw it in the dumpster. Really? Yeah. That's how long have you had that uh, tree there? That's f- several years. So maybe it was time. Okay. So I got a I got one one for sale on online. So I, I got to tell you, my parents have. I mean, you know, as they've gotten older, and we've left the house obviously they, they put up less and less christmas decoration so now they just do like a little tree but out in their front yard and we got this thing i'm not kidding it, it 1990 it's it like a, a white metal you know shaped christmas tree with green lights on the side and like a red light or, or a couple red lights on the top or whatever for this you know like little ornaments and then okay excuse me like yeah. a like a yellow in front of the star and it's probably I don't know, call it four four foot high. Now, they've replaced the bulbs in this thing, but again, they've had this thing for 
I guess this is like 1990. Right. I mean, I remember being young and having this thing, and they've they've kept that thing alive and replaced a bulb here and there, but it has not not gone out, and it's gonna keep on keeping on. Well, hey, look, little family heirlooms like that. That's it. You know, I remember my my mom used to have some ornaments that, like, I remember she still had them on her tree when she passed 15, whatever it was, 12 years ago. And I remember those when I was a kid being on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know how you keep from breaking stuff like that, though, man. See, now we had we had some ornaments that, you know, you go on a trip somewhere, you buy an ornament, and a couple nice ones. We we got one all from Stonehenge. We got this ornament from Stonehenge, and it was really oh, nice. Cool. And, of course, like one of our kids when they were young, grabbed the Christmas tree, boosh, right. breaks. Yeah. So, well, that's do. damn kids. Damn kids. Uh, in, in other news, Rock, this happened down in the Florida Keys where all kinds of good things happen. Yes. A uh, woman of, uh, of South, she was from South Carolina. Well, she is from South Carolina. She was speeding there on that, you know, that seven mile bridge yeah. uh, uh, deal there. Um, they, they, so they started chasing her. So she gets into the uh, southbound lane and is going northbound, for one thing. Okay. Police clocked her between 90 and 120 miles an hour. Wow. As uh, as she traveled on. They kept trying to, uh, you know, they did pop her tires with the uh, spike strips, right? Mm-hmm. They, uh, she was still traveling at a high rate of speed, eventually approaching hundreds of runners who were uh, participating in a half marathon. The tires on her car began falling off as she passed the runners. Um, da da da. Nobody, none of these people got hurt. The runners. The event, the vehicle eventually crashed. When uh, the police got there, Epps had extremely constricted pupils and did not respond to verbal or physical stimulation, only stared straight ahead in silence. While the police were taking her into custody and taking her to the hospital to get her checked out because obviously there was something real wrong with this person. Uh, Troopers said that uh, Ms. Epps urinated on herself (laughs) while singing gospel songs and that she would alternate between sleeping, singing, and talking to herself. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know what you're doing, but I don't want any of whatever that is that causes you to do that. No. I, I, something that's in the eggnog during this time of year or something, or what? I think Urinating, just singing gospel so, music, yeah. and just sleeping? Sitting in the <laughs> waiting room of the hospital, peeing on yourself, singing, uh, you know, how great thou art. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's rough. That is rough. Also in Florida, a Florida um, gentleman (laughs) was arrested for felony battery. The woman said that this uh, this guy, the uh, the fella, uh, John Sandoval, 70, got into a verbal argument with the 75-year-old woman. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And they're a, they're a couple. It wasn't like she was some lady on the street. The couple's uh, dispute turned violent. A probable cause affidavit uh, 
stated when Sandoval, quote, threw a package of Oreo cookies, hitting her in the chest, causing her to fall down. She got knocked over by a bag of Oreos? That sounds like something my wife would do to me. She would hit me with some Oreos or something. <laughs> Get cheeses. Right. When, when she, uh, she said she, that blah, blah, blah. He, she said that he didn't actually physically just like, I guess he made a kind of a glom at her, but got, got a hold of himself. But he went to jail for hitting, uh, his wife, his whatever alleged wife, whatever, hitting her with, uh, with Oreos. So he is being charged with battery on person of 65 or older, which is a felony. Because he hit her with a package of Oreos. I guess, right? I don't know. Well, I, I, look. I guess anything can be lethal, but... Well, don't you think that our law enforcement and the judicial system has more important issues than to put some old dude in jail because he threw a package of Oreos yeah, I, no, I mean, his your, girlfriend? And where is that? This is in Florida? Yeah. They have a little bit more of a functioning uh, law and order system down there, so yes. But you you'd think they would have better business elsewhere. In other news, Florida related. <laughs> this is like the third one. Yeah, we're kicking it off right here, in Florida. Police charged that a twenty twenty year old woman repeatedly beat her boyfriend with a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> on. In the Paris, Florida residence on Christmas Eve. According to the filing, uh, Miracle Rivera, this is uh, name, name mm-hmm. and the victim, who is, goes unnamed, 24, engaged in a verbal altercation about infidelity. Cops say the victims separated themselves, uh, blah, blah, blah. The, the cops came and separated them. Uh, the uh, Miracle lady allegedly followed the man into the living room where he was lying on the couch, picking up the Christmas tree and began to strike the victim with it repeatedly. Now, that's getting her done, son, when your girlfriend picks up a Christmas tree and starts hitting you with it. I feel like it, I guess it depends on the size, but I feel like a Christmas tree is kind of awkward to swing around. But I guess maybe if that thing was about uh, four foot long, and about that size, you could get a good like yeah, baseball bat kind of feel. Sure, exactly. <laughs> it would it would be prickly. Yeah, I mean, I it would make you it would make you itchy. Yeah. Uh, da 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 da. The tree battering investigators alleged resulted in the victim sustaining numerous minor scratches over much <laughs> of his upper body and arms. God. <laughs> That's, uh, only in Florida. Put the tree down, honey, and back step away. away. Step away slowly. Tree. I mean, it's that time of year. People, you know, there's there's emotions going on. It's the holidays. People are depressed. People are running a little hot. People are drinking a little more, oh, making yeah. some bad decisions. And there you go. That's that's kind of the way I run my life. Yes. Uh, with that, we uh, <laughs> check in with the traffic and weather. What is going on? You remember this. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. On this day in history, January 2nd, 1974, President Richard M. Nixon signs the Emergency Highway Energy Conservation Act, setting a national maximum speed limit. Okay, so before then, you could have speed limits or state by state anywhere from 40 to 80. Right. 
Um, but you know, because of um, you know what was you know going on and um, uh, you know in, in the world and whatnot, um, I guess uh, President Nixon came in because of energy conservation, set the national speed limit to to fifty five. Now, do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. Happening? Sure. Well, how was that received? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> Not good at all. Not good at all. You. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and then they, a few years after that, they, when they raised, when they made this B-limit 55, and then there was gas rationing. Yeah. Not long after that. And it was... It was awful, man. I just remember that. I'm, I hadn't been driving very long at all. And the police really cracked down on the speed limit thing. Did they really? Big time. Yeah. And uh, which drove my mom nuts because my mom loves to, loved to speed. My, my, my fingers had a lead foot, huh? Absolutely. Nice. Um, And then, of course, she could drive as fast as she wanted right. to. But when I was in the, if I was in the car with her and I was driving someplace, I'd be like, "Would you slow down? Would you, You're driving like a maniac. Would, would you just slow down?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> she could drive. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the cops were uh, real, real strict about it. Okay. Yeah, and I mean now, I mean within recent years, most speed limits are now. I mean they're up seventy, some places seventy five. And even well, higher, and and when they raised them, I, I remember in in years past when they eventually raised them, people were saying, "Oh my God, now there's going to be so many more wrecks." When actuality, there was fewer wrecks because it allowed traffic to move more right. freely. So it was like one of those good unintended consequences kind of things. Well, it's like it's like we were saying uh, here on the on the interstates is. There are. It's, it's, there might as well not be a speed limit. Let's face it. I'm some of these. I mean, crap. I'm I'm on seventy one every day now. Coming coming and going to work, and I oh. I speed. Yeah. And people just. It's like I'm just sitting there. Oh, if you go seventy or seventy five, you're getting run off the road. Absolutely. Yeah. By someone who's looking at their cell phone. Um, and and doing a TikTok video driving that fast, right? I mean, it's <laughs> That's exactly right, man. And uh, and also with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, you don't want to get off. Uh, it's go too fast when you're getting off the interstate because you'll hit somebody who's there begging for money. Oh, oh yeah. Those guys are everywhere now. Everywhere. Yeah. We're in, in our new place. There, there was a guy on a street corner. I was, I just wanted to stop and go. Do you get a lot of play here? Because uh, I don't know who who you think you're going to. Yeah, this seems to be a desolate location. Right. Yeah, you're just kind of. It's kind of like sitting up here in the middle of a street someplace. Just well, I can't understand why I'm not getting any money. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, I guess so thoroughfare. Yeah. I, I always felt sorry for little kids. Um, in my old neighborhood, 
they would be they would set up their little lemonade stand or whatnot. Oh yeah, and so I would want to I would want to stop and give yeah. them a whatever whatever the kids charge now. They're probably like nine dollars. <laughs> nine dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> Glass of Kool Aid, nine bucks, please. What? Uh, Kids, you got to learn how to market. You know, yeah. You can't. You're not, not on a busy road here. Nobody can stop. Nah, exactly. And there's a, it's some little girl who's just sitting there, like, being all sad. Like, nobody, nobody likes me. Did you ever a lemonade stand? No. Huh? I didn't either. We always lived, uh, yeah, same thing, like, too far out for it to make any sense. I, the only, the weirdest job that I had, and I, and I only... <laughs> had it because i was helping my my buddy and he would pay me to help him was deliver was not deliver but sell tv guides door to door i remember you you talking about this yeah was now was that lucrative did you make any money or as i recall i I was probably 12 something like that 11 12 and did i answer your question no <laughs> uh, because they were, the TV guide was only like fifteen cents or something. Yeah. So you know, if you sold them for, I, I guess it was just a convenience factor because we just sold them for the price that was on the, uh, you know, that was on the magazine. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. You you know, if you forgot to buy yourself one at the grocery store, then we got one for you. But but think about this. I mean, ask someone. Age 35 or under, what a TV guy is. They have no idea. Absolutely. Now, I remember it came in the Sunday Enquirer. Like, it wasn't a TV guide, but it was yeah. the TV guide, you know, of all the channels, yeah. right? And it was that Sunday Enquirer was about a foot and a half thick. Yep. All the coupons and all the stuff. And then, yeah, they had the, uh, the, the TV guide in it. Well, try finding TV listings these days. I mean, I, most people have a TV, you know, have a right. channel guide and stuff right. on their TV or whatnot. But, no, it's not in the paper anymore, as far as I know. No, when was the last time? The paper. Actually, when was the last time I got a paper? Yeah, there you go. You know, and they still sell the Sunday Enquirer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, hey man, I remember going to uh, whatever Perkins or some such, taking a Sunday Enquirer oh, in there, yeah, and spreading it out, drinking coffee, Just reading get away. your bakey egg going on there, and uh, have at it. Now. The newspaper is about three pages long. That's right. Yeah, three pages long, and all it's on the uh, on the internet. And uh, with that, we will hit the news. We're going to be back with uh, Dave Lappa. We got Lappa. Yeah, we got today. Lappa. We got our little Bengals here. All right, that's after the news. News Radio Seven Hundred WLW. It's uh, always a pleasure. Uh, where our days are kind of obviously convoluted here and stuff. Usually, talk to this fella here on uh, on Mondays, but we've got him today. Our good buddy Dave Lappa. Lapp, how are we doing, buddy? Gents, how the heck you doing? I hope you uh, enjoy the holidays. It was great. It was good. Couldn't be away. We're back they in were, the they were great. Yeah, absolutely. So, Lap, our, our season uh, for the Bengals uh, now officially comes to an end. Obviously, still one more game, but the, the loss to the right. Chiefs. Um, a, a weird game. Uh, the, the Chiefs field goal kicker, what's his name? Butker, six six field goals. Yeah. I mean, kind of a, a strange one. I didn't think Jake Browning played that bad. Um, I, I guess, I mean, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about, you know, what the Bengals need to do next year. But just from your eyes, as someone who's watched this team every day, 
uh, you know, throughout the course of the season. What would you say the the most fatal flaw of this year's Bengals team was? The most fatal flaw? You mean uh, posi- position group that let yeah. them down the yeah. most? Yeah, position group, an area of the game that they did, that really let them down the most consistently. And giving up explosives defensively. I mean, that became no a trend that was big time down the stretch as they were, you know, trying to stay in the playoffs, keep their head above water. And, I mean, you know, it's like you you give up four plays for 260 yards. You know, you give up three plays for 190. It's just crazy, the numbers. Um, and you, you give up points in some cases. Other cases, you're flipping the field position, you know, just flipping the field dramatically. Just, those, those are crushing blows. There's... There's no doubt about that. So what, whatever it's going to take to rectify that problem, um, and well, I guess one thing that you can say is the young safeties back there, at least they get experience mm-hmm. in a game-by-game basis to, uh, that's going to bode well for them next year. And we've talked about this before, Rock. I mean, you come back from year two after, you know, it's, do I know what I should know? I don't, I don't know what I don't know as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's like you come back year two, it's a, it can be a different ball game. So hopefully they're going to make – big strides in that area because that 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 was a crippler for them down the stretch so what do we know about joe burrow or is he going to be he'll be back in time uh for i guess what's the early camp yeah that's that's still they haven't really talked too much about that um but i get i know i know (laughs) they're planning on him being back for the start of the season and that for for sure uh but i would think there'd be you know uh at some point I don't know about the early stages of the early mini camps. I'm not sure how much right. they'll have him doing there, but um, I feel pretty confident that he's going to be. He'll be under center when when it, when it starts counting. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is there any like you know landmark days at lap? Like when's the next checkup, or when does he get to you know the knee injury? There's like you know the day you get off the crutches, the day you get to like walk, the day you get to run. Do, do we know anything about the the timetable of when he's able to? I don't know lift weights or grab a football, that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, um, he had that, uh, it was right on the top of the wrist. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he had, he's been in, a, in an immobilizer and all that. So I would think that when you can start to rotate your hand, or, you know, in a circle with your wrist, when you can flex, you know, your hand back toward your, your forearm and uh, get get all the movement and everything that you get uh, back to the wrist and then, and then start the rehab process of strengthening it and all that. So, yeah, I'm sure there are landmark days they've got, uh, or landmark uh, things that, from a rehab standpoint, physically that they they want to see. And knowing Joe, he's going to be ahead of schedule. And this guy is, well, he, he's he's dedicated to everything that uh, that involves football. No question about it. So, Lap, looking around the league, um, who do you expect to make noise in the playoffs? Because Rocky and I were talking earlier. I mean, I tell you, as much as uh, I hate to say it, the the Ravens look awfully strong, man. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, I, I think they're they're playing the the best down the stretch. I think San Francisco, you know, is probably the best in the NFC, playing uh, their best football at the most opportune time. There's no doubt that it's the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC. I mean, they've uh, they've taken apart pretty good football teams the last couple of weeks, oh, and, uh, and and <laughs> made it no brainers. I mean, you you hang over half a hundred on that Miami Dolphin team who was. Was playing decent football, uh, but scored 56 on them. I mean, it's 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 ludicrous, but they are they're they're a uh, they're power packs. And there's no doubt. Talk about a, a team that where is the weakness? Boy, that that group. Yeah. Jeez, all three phases. I mean, they're, they're getting it done.
And, and one area they're getting it done is, is the offensive line. Let, let me ask you that for, for our Bengals team here. I mean, they give up six sacks uh, against the Chiefs, especially right there at the end where it looked like the Bengals could have had an opportunity to come back. I, I personally feel like this this line for how well paid they were and how the Bengals targeted some big-name guys in free agency over the last couple of years underperformed. Is that fair or not? Uh, I mean, I, I think uh, in, this football game is a, is a real good example. Taylor, two halves. I mean, in the first half, the Cincinnati Bengals ran the football 24 times. Um, they converted seven of nine third downs against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you know, they were they were they scored 17 points. They had a 13 minute and 40 second time of possession advantage, and they hadn't given up a sack. You know, I mean, it was it was it was pretty. Uh, Pretty impressive. I guess they gave up one. They gave up one sack for one yard when uh, Jake was scrambling out of pocket to extend and create and had to run out of bounds a yard short. So that's not, you know, anything that you say, oh, the O-line was awful on that play. Mm. Down the stretch of the game, when they had to throw the football, they're down a a full score and a two-point conversion. They gave up five sacks and eight snaps. Um, yeah. and, and, and that point, Spagnuolo is just bringing it, man. <laughs> He's bringing everything, and, uh, and, and it, it's a – Putting yourself in that, in that type of situation is a tough deal. But in the second half, they go one for seven on third down. They don't score a point. You know, that, that uh, fourth and one was, was killer. For after that uh, fourth and one play in the third down where they, where they didn't convert, and they got no points out of it. For the rest of the game, um, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, they, they had um, 18 plays for 39 yards. <laughs> Unbelievable. In the fourth quarter, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They had 15 plays, 11 yards. And no, after that, that uh, fourth and one was 19 plays. 36 yards and 15 plays, 11 yards total in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, they absolutely got shut down, and that was the turning point. Emotionally, they uh, the air came out of the balloon, and the air, the air got pumped into the balloon for the Kansas City Chiefs, and it was a different football game. I think, I think that the offensive line, I mean, it, it, one thing that they did is they showed up every game, uh, the, the same group started every single That's football true. game mm-hmm. going, to, going into the last one. And that's something that hasn't been done around here for a while. So, you know, they they stayed healthy. Guys played well. Guys played hurt. Let's put it that way. Kappa played a couple of games where he was really, you know, um, battling with injuries. But everybody has to do that. I, you know, I, I think I think they had a solid year. Did they have a spectacular year? No. Right. Yeah. And because it's always hard to know too when. You know, an offensive line is is blocking for a different quarterback, and you like to think Joe Burrow gets the ball out of his hand a little bit more. He knows the offense a little more, so maybe it would have made it look better. But I, you know, I but I don't know. I just I, I don't feel like it was a spectacular year. But I, I think what you're what you said is fair. You know, it's uh, it, there's an interesting stat on Browning in this football game. Browning ended up running for 32 yards on seven carries, and in the second half, he ran the ball one time. Why? Because he was taking advantage of, of extending, creating plays. 
Spagnolo says, well, I'll do something. Lou Anarumo did dust. He spied him. Yeah. He has that much respect. That, that supposedly, the players were telling me that Spagnolo went up to Jake Browning after the game. He said, hey, now, son, I got a lot of respect for what you can do at the quarterback position. Um, the, the same thing for big old 95, Jones. Chris Jones was very, very praiseful, looked up Jake Browning and gave him a you know, a special dap at the end of the when the football game was over. So mm. one thing that Jake Browning did is uh he's uh he's he's made made himself visible in the National Football League and no watching him operate and how he conducted himself uh through the, the ups and downs of the whole thing, I'd get in the huddle with Jake Browning in a heartbeat, man. I mean that yeah. that guy I'd, I'd go to I'd go to war with Jake Browning. No no question about it. I mean he's prepared, he's competitive it means a lot to him, you know. He's 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 got ability. He's got skills. I I, I play I play with Jake Browning uh, leading my huddle any day of the week. So let me ask you guys something. What would you like to? I I think I'm I know what Rocky's going to say. I'm assuming uh, offensive line, but what would you uh, the two of you like to see addressed for this team once the off season gets here? Go ahead, Lab. Go ahead, Rock. Yeah. No, I mean I I think I still think. <sighs> Uh, you start getting greedy. You start, and again, this wasn't a bad team, but you start thinking of this and that. I, I still think uh, a a young, you know, top tier offensive lineman in the draft, and I also think a running back. I, I, I think a, kind of more of a dual threat. You know, like more in the line of like a Jameer Gibbs, uh, and I know Chase Brown's that, but I don't. Know, I, I think another weapon is something you, you got to find. Lap, what, what what say you? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the draft, I mean, you just don't know yet exactly uh you know who's coming out and all that sort of thing and um you know you don't know where you're going to be drafting you know this oh lose the football game you go you can pick 13th in the draft you win the football game you might pick 18th in the draft yeah who cares about that man i mean you want to win this football game because you don't want to be a sub 500 football team you want to win three games and have a winning season three years in a row you want to uh you want to have a division win I'd much rather be one and five in the division than be uh, shut out. Zero oh, and six in division, man. That is that's that's a that's a tough dynamic. That's, Plus, that's it's the Battle thing. of Ohio and, every, and everything else. So I mean, it's they got a lot to play for. I hope guys show up and play and and, and play hard. I, you know, that's the big question: Who are they going to rest? Who are they going to, you know, um, avoid injury with respect to the Cleveland Browns and uh, the Bengals? Are they going to put guys like Jamar Chase out there and T Higgins? Well, if they feel like they can go play, let them go play. You know, I mean. I got the whole off season to, to heal up, but um, yeah, I mean, I have no problem uh, starting with either side of the line of scrimmage. I think games are, are won and lost at the line of scrimmage, and anytime you can improve yourself up front, offensively or defensively, uh, that's that's no problem in my mind. Um, but you know, it's like okay, Pacheco, the kid that just beat him up on the ground, seventh round pick. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it, it's saying, it's not an exact that. science, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's there there are players out there. It's just a matter of uh, unearthing them as such. Well, and, and one thing I, I was we were talking about earlier, Lap is, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Um, I, I mean, th- this year to me, just of, of what stood out about this year in the NFL in general, it was what the amount of backup quarterbacks that played i mean it was i mean all over the place right not just for the bengals i mean the browns i mean you name it so many teams and i i feel like in the coming years i, I don't see this going away loud because i feel like the offensive line play is is not 
up to the standard it was even 10 years ago, certainly not when you played, and that's because of the lack of the ability in the collective bargaining agreement to practice and, and play hard and hit with pads on and that sort of stuff. Um, so I just wonder if moving forward there's going to be even more of an emphasis and a more of a demand on having a backup quarterback that is that is efficient. Well, you should just be, hey, we're going to have our guy and let's roll the dice because if our guy gets hurt, it's 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 a done deal anyway. I I feel like I mean the Bengals were in the mix here still because they had a backup quarterback that w- that was really good. I, I don't see that changing lap. What say you? Yeah, I mean look at uh, look at the Cleveland Browns, the opponent coming up this weekend to finish the season. Four quarterbacks, four different starting quarterbacks. That's that's putting Kevin Stefanski you know in a position to be uh, coach of the year, right. NFL head coach of the year. Yeah. I, I think I think he he's a strong candidate for that, and I think Schwartz is candidate for assistant of the year. Hell of a job he did with that Cleveland Browns defense. I mean, that, watch watch those guys; they yeah. suffocate people. I mean, their coverage and, uh, the, and the way they attack the line of scrimmage they suffocate people. And they're number one in about like a half a dozen categories. Not points allowed though, because their uh, their offense is giving too many turnovers away, and they've been stopped on fourth down a ton. And they put in the defense in bad spots in ter- terms of points allowed. But I mean, it's, I agree that the quarterback position, the backup quarterback position is primo. And that's something I think of, of all the things that took place during the course of the season, adversity faced this and that. You found out Jake Browning could play. You know, like Paul Brown uh, used to say, the game's not too big for you, son. Congratulations. Mm. The game was not too big for Jake Browning. I mean, he had historical games. He just didn't play well. He, he set records. Um, both organizational and NFL records in, in his little stretch there of, of starts. I mean, th- this guy this guy took full advantage of an opportunity, and you got to give him a hell of a lot of credit. We've talked about what he did with the team on his own, uh, coming in on Tuesdays and sitting in with defensive backs and giving them a quarterback perspective when they were having their extra team meetings. And, mm. and he, he, w- he was ready, uh, and, and the team respected him. The team trusted him. The team supported him. This guy, I'm not sure there are 32 quarterbacks in the NFL better than him, what he's performed at. So, I mean, awesome. the Bengals have a very valuable backup, and it's they're, they're like they're worth their weight in gold. I mean, you know, if, if Jake Browning does get an opportunity to go somewhere else, it's going to be because the Bengals decided to trade him. They're not right. going to just let him go, right. and they're not going to call people and say, hey, you know, we got a guy. They're going to wait for the, the demand to come to them if, in fact, it does. I, you know, you, if you got a quarterback that can play and has proven he can play in the National Football League, and he opened up a lot of eyes. I mean, here's here's a guy that's got coaches and players coming up to him after the game and and singing his praises. And that that's that's not uh, you know starting quarterbacks it happens with, but I mean a, a young backup quarterback who's just gotten his first yeah. taste of the National Football League. People have that much respect for him. That's pretty, pretty big deal. No better endorsement. Uh, You're right, right. With that lap, we're going to have to let you go, buddy. Really appreciate it, as always. Later, man. Take care. Great stuff. Thanks, Lap. Our good friend uh, Dave Lap. And with that, we check in with traffic and weather. What is going on? All right. Back with Eddie and Rocky. And our good friend, it's first for the new year, Rock. We talked to Started our good buddy, right. Alex Stone from ABC. Alex, first off, Happy New Year. I uh, hope you're... Uh, Same to you guys. Happy New Year. Hope, hope you had good was, holidays, good uh, Christmas and New yeah, Year. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so, 
Somebody uh, didn't have necessarily uh, Japan's having a real hard time right now. Shy. What the hell is going on yeah. over there? Yeah, they really are. Between uh, the earthquake on the, the west coast of Japan and then this plane crash uh, today, and they had not yet clear why the, the two planes hit. Um, early indicators are that the, there was a Coast Guard plane that, that was the one that uh, took the impact, a Dash 8, which is a prop plane made by Bombardier, that it may have had its nose out a little bit too far as it was holding to, to enter the runway. And then a, a Japan Airlines, Airbus A350, a high-tech plane, only a couple of years old, came in landing, and its left wing hit the Coast Guard plane. Both of them burst into flames, the cabin filling with smoke. And amazingly, on the A350, even though it burned, all 379 on board, they were able to get off the plane, no major injuries. On the Coast Guard plane, five of the six on board, they were killed. So today they're trying to put it all together. And uh, we asked our aviation analyst, Steve Ganyard, about the, the plane, and he said, you know, the A350, you got to give Airbus props on that one, that, that the wing didn't rip off, it stayed intact going down the runway, and evacuation-wise, they were able to get everybody out. He told us that. The A350 is an extraordinary airplane. Uh, this is the first hull off ever. Uh, it's very strong. If you look at some of the ways that you see the burn patterns, you see that it's made of carbon fiber. It's not made of metal like the 787 is. It's very, very strong. It's stronger than uh, most, most metals that are used in uh, older aircraft. So the airplane did its job here. It, it really did. And uh, yeah, now we know from Japan Airlines, they held a briefing a couple hours ago saying that they don't know if their pilots were given clearance to land when they landed they're going to look into that we've got air traffic control recordings indicating that they were given clearance to land and read back the landing clearance and the the coast guard plane was told to hold short of the runway there's surveillance video that you may have seen out there of this unfolding and it looks like the coast guard plane's nose was just a little bit too far out and then they got clipped and and it all went down from there but they're going to have to investigate and you know aviation rules and laws are written in blood when something goes bad, this will do the same. This will be one of those where whatever they learn in this, that around the world, aviation will improve. And, and we'll find out in what way. But this appears to have been a runway incursion, which is something that that is the one metric in aviation safety going up, getting worse. More and more of those, many of them in the U.S. We've reported on them numerous times when planes get too close and one's on a runway when the other one shouldn't have been. This one was too close, and, and they ended up hitting. So, Alex, how, I guess, how universal are airline laws? Or, or do, I mean, for how runways are, are managed, is it the same in Japan, theoretically, as it is in America, or is every country kind of on their own? Yeah, generally, especially Japan and the U.S., the, the way that they run their air traffic control, the, the way that the, the airports are laid out, I mean, the, the layout of runways and taxiways and, and gates yeah, globally pretty much the, the same and terminology the same to make it one unified thing. Um, but there are small differences. You know, the, the international language in aviation is supposed to be English, but if you've ever flown globally, you know, in each individual country, you go to uh, France, you'll hear a lot of French on the radio. You go to China, you'll hear a lot of Mandarin on the radio. Um, that, that That's not always adhered to, but um, Japan has a very good history of aviation safety. They have a very strict aviation uh, system, uh, very much in line with the FAA and the NTSB. And uh, by the way, the, the U.S. has not been requested to go and help out in this. Japan can do it on its own. They are bringing in Airbus and 
French authorities because Airbus is headquartered uh, in in Fer- in France. Uh, so they're going to be part of it, just like you would if typically in the U.S. Everybody involved, Airbus, where it's made, you know, the, every airline. You would pull them all in as as parties to the investigation, and they'll try to figure out what went down. All of these aircraft had uh, cockpit voice recorders in them, so we should, you know, or at least they should know relatively quickly. You know, did the pilots of the A350? Do you hear them say, "Oh no, there's somebody there," and try to do anything? Uh, or do you hear the pilots of the, the Dash 8 say, whoops, we pulled up too far, anything like that? We don't know yet. They don't know yet. they got to pull those the, the boxes. Wow. And, and what kind of shape is the country in? I mean, just briefly, what kind of shape are they in, in regard to the earthquake and stuff? Yeah, there have been a number of deaths uh, from that um, on the, the West Coast, and there was a, a tsunami that, that did hit as well. There, there have been a number of aftershocks that they have been dealing with. It was a powerful quake, but... They have such a history of, of quake safety in Japan. I mean, I covered Fukushima a number of years ago in 2011, and it was amazing. We would be in high-rise buildings, and they would be swaying back and forth during aftershocks, and then nobody thought much about them. That a quake of that size, that it didn't take down more buildings, pretty amazing. Well, all right. Uh, thanks so much, Alex. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Thanks, guys. Uh, our good friend Alex Stone from ABC. And with that, we check in with traffic and weather. What is going on? Just a little while longer. So, Rock, I want you to I want you to run this up the in the Boyman estate. I want you to run this one up the flagpole and see what your uh, your lovely wife says. Okay. Having an affair is good for your marriage, according to a new yeah, study. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> now, this makes some sense. I don't even know this author is, but I like what they're putting down. Uh, a poll of fourteen uh, hundred self uh, confessed. Cheaters found that 70% or 72% said the relationship with their husband or wife had improved dramatically since they started their affair. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a, to- a total of 52% even said their sex lives with their spouse with their spouse had gotten better since they started cheating on them. <laughs> right? Because I guess when you're, uh, you know, you got your mistress or your mister whatever that's called uh for a woman uh rather than just doing it a couple of times a week with your spouse they're looking at like uh like three times that amount really having an affair so when you have it somewhere else you you then you, you go you have it more with the spouse that's what this is saying no work that way um huh. at the same time uh, this is a month not a week i'm sorry okay uh, but at the same time, they were romping with their secret lover at least six times a month, uh, which uh, <laughs> which in that well, this is a British survey, but I you know it applies across the board. Da 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 da. Triple the norm for most people if you're having an affair, and between you know your spouse and your boyfriend girlfriend whatever it is. You're having triple the amount with your girlfriend or boyfriend if you're having, you're you're, you're yeah. so you're getting like like you're six inc- times the amount of a normal person. Your yeah, your incidence of uh, of love, shall we say, is triple. Okay. Now now the whole point or the part about the the people saying that it actually helped their relationship. Now did the person who was being cheated on were they aware that this was going on? Or, 
Or was it just the perspective of the Cheetor? I think that's the Cheetor perspective because I, hey, if you, if you're in a relationship where you can go to your husband or wife and say, Hey, just so you know, I'm having an affair. And they go, wow, cool. At least you, yeah. uh, at least our love life's picked up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> what do you want for dinner? Right. I mean, right. I don't imagine it don't work that way way for most people. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, ask if the relationship had been better since they started an affair. 72% had it improved dramatically with just 2% saying that it'd become, uh, not as good. And 26% said there was no noticeable change. Now, again, I want to know if the other person knows because if, if they know and your love life picks up, you're, you're good for you, I guess. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see me telling Deb, hey, honey, I'm having an affair, but, you know, I still love you, and, and let's go to bed. Let's go to bed. Let's go to bed. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I want you to try it out first, okay? You right. go down that road, talk okay. to Deb about it, and um, sure. and then let me know how it goes, and then I'll, I'll go second, okay? Okay, cool. Well, the, <laughs> the problem is i got to find some. A willing partner, yeah, to uh, to have said affair with. Speaking of partner, right. I'm going to find another partner because I don't think uh, Ed's gonna or uh, Deb's gonna be uh, uh, down with that arrangement. No, uh-uh. <laughs> I, if, I, the day that I tell you I'm going to go home and tell her that, I just I say Ed, don't come on. don't well don't plan on seeing me anymore. Yeah, all right, I'll be I, out for the week. I will not be alive anymore. Correct. Uh, we pulled seventeen. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and of those, fifty-two percent said they're actually having more uh, sex. So, well, you know, you, you can make a case now. Now you can go in and say, "Look, there is some upside here." Now, I, before you lose your mind, let me just lay it all out, right? Okay, and then we can we can talk back and forth, and then we'll we'll decide. She would she would laugh me out of the room if I came <laughs> home and said that to her. I'm not kidding you. She'd be like, "Oh, you're what now? Oh, uh, sure, go ahead, good." <laughs> I get myself out. <laughs> I, I mean, she'd be like, I want to meet the person that would have the affair with you. So bring him home. Have dinner with us. Have dinner with us. Yes. <laughs> That'd be the best. Uh, did you ever have anybody ever confess? Uh, I mean, obviously not your wife, but yeah. uh, in, a, in the course of a relationship with anybody in your past? Never. And, and, that's, a, and that, that's a good question because I was thinking about that same thing. I don't think I've been cheated on, not, not to my knowledge, right. but I would, the odds are that I probably have by some girl, right, during the course of my life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's, there's, but again, in my in my head, I'm like, who would cheat on me, right? right. Like, <laughs> hey, that's, that's funny that as guys, we do think we're that. All, every, every guy thinks that. Oh, oh yeah. come on. Who would cheat on me? on me? What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. No. <laughs> You got, you got it all right here, baby. <laughs> now, me on the other hand, back in my single days, maybe not you know necessarily single, but yeah, you know, get a little that, uh, the, the, the the lines of yeah, what is a yeah yeah the rules were uh, in in my mind yeah that applied to me. You were perfectly justified. You were allowed to, shall we say. Yeah flexible you're allowed to be flexible you're allowed to stray 
a little bit because the confines of what you thought that relationship consisted of right. were a little bit looser than maybe she thought. Yeah. So there's no, it's by no fault of your own, Ed Fingers. Did, did you do anything wrong? Now, see. Am I helping you out? It, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I needed you about 30 years ago. Right, right, but, yeah. <laughs> I laid it out for you. Oh, uh, we're getting ourselves in trouble here. Yes. So, uh, you know, it, maybe it's time to do what uh, we do best and talk some football. Time for Who Day Today. Brought to you in part by Long Neck Sports Grill and your Tri-State Chevrolet dealers on 700 WLW, the home of the best Bengals coverage. Looking for a place to watch all the games with your buddies this football season? You've got to stop by Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.